Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yo, what is going on? And welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I am Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com, the co-executive directors of Vibes in the building, Julio Matarosa, and Bridget Flores is back. I'm back. Uh, after what a two-week hiatus. Bridget, <laughs> how, how you been? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm coming back from spending time with family, exploring Mexico City. Um, I almost stayed out there. I wasn't going to come back because I had the time of my life. Um, it's so beautiful out there. There's so much to see. So I highly recommend if you haven't gone to Mexico City, check it out. I'll send you my itinerary. Everybody was asking me for yeah, it. We saw the, the close friend stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we saw <laughs> you know, those. Sometimes you have to keep the boundaries between those. The yeah. church of, was it the church oh of the Oh, my God. Pedro? Yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's a story for another time because we got someone special on the podcast That's a Patreon today. episode. Yeah, 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 we got that one. If you're subscribed, <laughs> you'll hear more about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we have a very special guest in the building. We had a couple of Zoom uh, guests the last few weeks, so it's good to have somebody in person. Yes. Uh, we're very excited. We've been trying to make this work for, for a few months now, but uh, NWSL superstar, uh, free agent, currently free agent, Our but free agent. Uh, recently, most recently started for, bring her back. Yeah, <laughs> for Angel City FC. Sarah Gordon in the building. Sarah, it's so good to have you on thank you guys for having me it's great to be we here we usually have a soundboard so we're just gonna burr, 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 burr. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> give you some vibes <laughs> actually jeremy jeremy wrist said that he could bring us in uh, his, his soundboard because he's a dj so there we go, there we go. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're moving so on up we're moving up yeah, 2024 things are starting to start a little look a little different around yeah. here but we're um, ending on a, on a good note yes yeah ending on a good note having you here Sarah, this is so. our last episode of the year yeah. um so you know shouts to us and shouts shouts to closing the year on a, on a high note yeah. um, there we go yeah but um, we should probably let the guests do some talking because yeah, uh, sure. so, <laughs> um, Sarah, I know I mentioned, you know, your free agent. We don't have to get into the like whole free agency X's and O's and Are all that stuff. Back? Right, right, right. But um, I just wanted to, to touch on free agency coming to that new because it's a, a newer thing. I think last year was was the first year um, and we're starting to see some some big signings. What's it like um, for, for the league to embrace free agency now? Well, honestly, it's been an amazing experience and I'm so grateful that we have it now. Um, just like I came in the league in 2016 and how far we've come, it's crazy because as a free agent, the power is totally in your hands. You can, you know, fight for your money, go wherever you want to go. And that's not the case when I was a rookie in 2016. Mm -hmm. You were kind of just like stuck at the club that drafted you or picked you up. So it's been an amazing experience. Um, I'm can't say anything obviously right. yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I'm just grateful that we got to this point because I mean every woman in the league deserves to pick where they want to be mm -hmm. and deserves to get paid like a professional athlete and it's not NBA money but right. it's so much better yeah. than it yeah. used to be it's slow progress is better than no progress exactly well, exactly there it is. yeah and I mean you're coming off of fantastic season mm -hmm. um, Iron Woman for the second time in your career playing every minute I mean that's that's incredible like but in its own right but coming off of an ACL uh, injury the season before. I mean, what went into your preparation for this year and how were you able to accomplish um, that for the second time? Um, you know, last year, obviously getting to LA, tearing my ACL so early was such a disappointment. Um, and so I feel like going into recovery, at first I was a little bit depressed and just like, I don't want to go through this. But then I felt like I just focused in and kind of just thought about what I wanted to bring to the season when I'm actually going to be playing. And so I feel like it recentered me in so many ways. And like, I hate to be one of those cliche people, but it's like, I needed it. Mm -hmm. I needed it in my life. Like mm -hmm. things had just been going a million miles per hour. I needed to, you know, come back, rebalance mentally, mentally, physically, um, all of those things. And I feel like, I mean, we had a hell of a year, like personally and as a team. Um, and there are so many things that went into my success or team success. But mostly, like at the end of the season, I was just proud to play with the group, and I felt like I was able to find myself again on the field because of our staff and because of the group around me, and of course because of personal sacrifice and my family sacrifice and all of those things. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. All the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
Bet online where the game starts. What were like the first? What was it like for you for the first few games coming back? Like you're, you know, like you've done the work to recover. You're ready to step onto the pitch. What were those first few games like for you? Like, what did you notice was different about how you went onto the pitch? Well, honestly, when we started preseason, because I was out for like the full year, right? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I get to start fresh again right. the next preseason, which is was great. The mm -hmm. timing ended up being great. But when we started preseason, I did not feel like myself. Like, I was not confident. I mean, obviously, you're coming off a long injury. And then our first home game was against Club America. Mm. And I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, they're so – I'm yeah, not used yeah, to playing yeah. in front of that many yeah. fans. I was kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, but I still felt like I was missing something. And then our home opener against Gotham, we ended up losing. But it was the first game where I felt like myself, mm -hmm. 100%. But there were so many, like – for me, it's like – there's so many like feelings going on and nerves and this and that, but I, I don't always take time to enjoy it. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, next goal mm -hmm. on to the next thing. And so I feel like that's how most of my season was. It was like, okay, cool. I, I'm myself again now on to this next thing I want, you know, want to do on the field or want to accomplish. So I felt like I didn't always sit back and feel, you know, like, oh, I'm proud that I'm back mm -hmm. or I'm proud of this mm -hmm. or anything like that. Cause I'm like, okay, on to the next thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think oh, you, God, God. oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think um, your journey to going from having, you know, the unfortunate ACL injury to recovering and then going on to the pitch and then having such a successful year this year is just like the the, the kind of story and journey like everyone would want to have when they go through something like that. Um, what kept you motivated in those times or moments where you were just maybe kind of scared of, of having that feeling back or like, feeling like your recovery wasn't what you needed to keep going in the season? I think that um, I made like a personal decision at the beginning of January, right before last preseason, that I was going to give it every single thing I had, like mentally and physically. And I feel like a lot of times as athletes and people, we say that, like, mm -hmm. I want this, I want that. Or we have this feeling like, I know my ceiling is really high. Like, I know I could do this, but I'm not doing this. And so I just kind of like, sat down and looked at all the things in my life that mm -hmm. were holding me back, whether that was like drinking randomly on the weekends. I mean, as an athlete, you don't get to drink a right. lot, but like that. And, or if it was, you know, not always sticking to my morning routine. I literally looked at everything and was like, I'm 30 years old. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to give it absolutely everything. And I committed to it. And I feel like there were times like at the beginning of preseason where I was like, why am I doing this? Like, this isn't working. I'm not playing well. And times throughout the season where I felt the same thing. And I, I literally was like, I'm committing to this. It doesn't matter. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, just like making that choice. And then no matter what the result was in the short term, I already made the choice that I'm yeah. committing to it. And then I felt like by the end of the season, I felt like a whole new player, like different than I was before my ACL, mm -hmm. like better in so many ways. Yeah. Dang. You're speaking facts. I feel like for anything in life, like that's how it should be. Make a commitment, stick to it, and just take it one step at a time, and eventually the results are going to come within that. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Julio, I mean, we got we to gotta get it together, Julio. <laughs> get it together, Julio. <laughs> I'm going to commit for the last week of the year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be back to first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did, it being a contract year, did that motivate you a little bit more too to, um, to, to prove that, you know, you, that you see like you're worth you're and that you're player. Valid, you know? I honestly I thought about it at times like oh, I'm gonna be a free agent but it was never that really like a motivator when it came down to the grind mm -hmm. and this and that mm -hmm. like it's always been like chasing this vision of the player I could be is really what it is and like this I mean the support of teammates and staff and stuff like that but no like I I didn't because when I put too much pressure on myself with things like that like getting a call up to the national team or like mm -hmm. you know I, when I put too much pressure on myself, I'm not free. I'm not fun on the field. I'm right. just like. Yeah. You feel that pressure on yourself and yeah. you feel it on, in, within everything you do. Yes. I got to play free. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. But when you're focused on yourself, your health, your growth, then maybe that kind of like, it feels like pressure, but it's like not pressure to where you have to show others. It's more about yourself and what you want to accomplish. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, there's only so many things you can control. Mm -hmm. I can control, you know, my discipline and what mm -hmm. I'm doing and, mm -hmm you know, the choices I'm making, but I can't control, you know, the contract that a right. team gives me. Yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's, I think when you talk about it that way, like the, the love of the game and, and the game coming first, then 
you know, I feel like that will lend itself to, to a more successful thing rather than, you know, chasing the contract and, and, right. and doing all that. Because you see a lot of, like, especially in other sports, people sign, like, big deals or big contracts, and all of a sudden they start maybe underperforming or, you know. And, I mean, obviously there's there's more than that, just that. But, and then once they get to the last year of their contract, all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're back and they're focused and they're sharp. So um, I think coming from it from, like, a process and, like, motivation perspective is is – more conducive to success but yeah. um but i want to talk about the, the the season for angel city because when you mentioned that home opener um that i mean that june i know goal should have counted like i mean that's under protest for my <laughs> for uh as far as i'm concerned but um not the start that y'all wanted but the turnarounds i mean was because i mean like i'm gonna be honest from watching i was I almost gave up on the team. I was like, because I would go, I would go no, every, July, every July-ish, Sunday. July-ish, she was like, every Sunday. Gave up on us? Yeah, He's almost, no. almost. So I would go, I would go on this Sunday, and like, it would, I would be just like, oh my, like why, like my Sunday, like I want it to be relaxed. <laughs> You're you know ruining I mean? your life. No, he will, he'll come back on He's Monday. He's like, why are you stressing me out yeah. on the Sunday? So upset. I would show up. But then I'm, I'm glad I stuck with it because the turnaround was amazing to watch and and. Um, what like what was what was the vibes like in the locker room just as the the season progressed and um, once that turnaround started to happen like what were the biggest differences that you saw with the, with the team? Well, one thing I will say is that obviously this club is two years old, right. and so when you come on to a new club, it's like a blank slate, and you have to create a culture, and that takes time. And you know we've come so far in the two years, and I feel like we're in a really great place right now, um, but. I'm like, wait, I'm a free agent. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, you yeah, yeah, just tell yeah. them, like, clip that, cut that. Yeah. So they're in a really great place right now. <laughs> right, right. But right. Um, the, vibes, the vibes over the season were, you know, obviously we had a coaching change. Mm-hmm. And that really picked us up because Becky just had a vision and she had that energy like that belief and that energy that just made us fight Mm -hmm. um and practices became more competitive so you know what we were doing during the week we were now doing at games and so that that was the turning point for us clearly I mean you can see with our record so there were ups and downs in the locker room I mean when you're losing games that's when like all the bad stuff comes out and then when you're winning games a lot gets covered Mm -hmm. up but I feel like it was like really great test of character kind of being near last place and having to dig ourselves um, out of that and yeah. so I feel like it just puts us in a great position you know the team in a great position going forward yeah yeah when you face adversity like the the character shows up and I think that yeah. the fact that because I mean you could have been like me and just thought to give up on the season <laughs> and be like you know what, this is a wash we got it's a next good thing season. you're not on the team I know right it's a good, that's <laughs> right. why maybe that's why yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I'm talking about yeah yeah um but the fact that you guys all stuck with it and and obviously Becky coming in like right. Be- Be- Becky ball like from from the beginning like that um the San Diego game yeah. uh, was like I was losing it um but that is there something specific that that clicked or was it more of just like a gradual thing that that started from that first practice or that first game and and grew I mean I I really think it was the coaching change that made everything click Mm -hmm. because we felt like we didn't have an identity and then suddenly we kind of were building one yeah um but yeah I mean I would have loved to play more beautiful football mm. throughout the course of the season. A lot of times it was a fight. Yeah. Like, honestly, like a bar fight. Like, yeah. just get points. We uh, can't lose. Yeah. Um, but we made, we made it work. We yeah. got to the playoffs. You did. You did. Yeah. yeah that's Definitely true. a lot of grit. Um, right. Yeah, especially those last, like, those last, like, ten, like, five, ten minutes of games, I feel. Um, whereas last year, I feel like we, we um, like, let some of those games slip. But this year – you know, it was much more strong, and, like, we were able to fight some off. Well, like, you if know. you remember, there was the Portland game earlier in the season oh, where no. we were winning, and then they yeah. tied it up. The, the, the goalie. Uh, Please. 
Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to. The, don't bring back the back game. Uh, <laughs> but after that game, we watched um, like we watched back the last ten minutes of the game on film, and they made us sit there and they would like slow down clips, oh, and then no. we went over how to close out a game. Oh, yeah. So that that was the thing that happened. I was like, this is great. So I think maybe that as as hard as it was to watch, it probably kind of gave you all the motivation. Like we don't want to have to be in that position again. Absolutely. That makes sense. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to go back a little bit. Um. I wanted to ask you, like, what was your transition like going from Chicago to L.A., mm-hmm. both, like, for the team-wise, but also just the, you know, city and the vibes? Are you from here? I'm from L.A., yeah. Okay. Um, I'm from Chicago. Okay. And I lived there for 29 years, went to college there, got drafted there. Right. And I'm a diehard Chicago girl. Uh-huh. Like, I'm proud of where I'm from. It was really hard for me when I first moved here. I'm not even going to lie. And I don't know if it's because I tore my ACL and I was feeling bad for myself, but right. it was a big change. I'd never lived anywhere else but Chicago. Um, and at first, I hated it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go home. Yeah. Like, I would cry it's at hard. night. It was so hard. <laughs> and then, um, and like I said, I don't know if it's because of, you know, my injury and mm-hmm. living somewhere new. Yeah. But then as time went on, I just fell in love with it. Yeah. I love it here. Um, I think it's amazing, an amazing city. Uh, the culture here is amazing. Mm-hmm. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. And then I love that you can go to the beach or like be outside and yeah. go for hikes. And it just feels like everything I need at this point in my life. Um, so to answer your question, it was hard at first, mm-hmm. but now I love it. And then as far as the playing changes, I mean, we have the most amazing supporters in the league. Like it's just yeah. every game. Yeah. The support is crazy. Hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I absolutely love that. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah, how was it for your son? Like, I know moving all the way to LA is different from Chicago. Way warm, better weather. So, uh, no knock on Chicago. But I was just in Chicago, too. Yeah. First time. Loved it, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I was So, the out. weather must have been good. Then. Oh, the weather was good. It wasn't too cold. I wore, like, a jacket, but I was able to take it off. So, yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't that crazy. But um, I want to go back because I was only there for, like, what, two days? Um, but I had a great time. And the bean was under construction, so I have to go back. <laughs> yeah. You have to I didn't get to, my pictures, my Why Instagram pictures. Why do tourists pictures. love the beans? I don't the know. Bean. I'm like, <laughs> I had to look through the fences of, like, it was literally under construction. Oh I had to like move the little like cloth that it has and on it the said, fence. Don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> it said don't touch here. I'm there like putting my hand in it. But overall, it was nice. Treated me well. I had some bomb hash browns from I forgot what coffee shop. Um, it was super good. It was super. It was like a random coffee shop that I bumped into. Sorry. Back to the question. How was it for your son, especially because you're you're a player, but you're also a mother. You know. I feel like my son, he amazes me. Like his transition was so smooth. So we were in mid city the first year. Now we live out in Calabasas, but we were in mid city and he went to the local school there and it was a big change in so many different ways, a totally different culture than he's ever been around. And he did so well, made friends immediately. The hardest thing for him was just learning a new style of schoolwork and trying to do things like that. Mm -hmm. But he, I'm just really proud of him because he just takes it like a G. He like he's so social. Has friends immediately. Girlfriends immediately. Oh, you said, you said he had two first weekend. Uh, I heard that about. I'm like, all right, okay, all right, Mr. Well, Popular. It's crazy because I was I was at home crying, and my son's like, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. Oh. And I'm like, okay, cool. You're like still working you. on it, I trying no to figure friends. out friends. Hey, mom, get it together. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh no, he was already like two steps ahead of exactly. you. Oh my gosh, Mr. Popular over here. Yeah. That's awesome. It's because he probably week i'm like this guy is the man <laughs> i'll bring him out sometime <laughs> he has no girlfriend now hey he's working on himself we love to hear that we love to hear that that was great when i heard like two girlfriends first week i'm out here struggling trying to get one like yeah. what, what are we talking about here it's because he's got that chicago yeah. swag possibly it's like something Maybe. different you know girls <laughs> in la are tired of la men there we go <laughs> the, the eight-year-olds in la man <laughs> What can we say? They got more drama than us. (laughs) He hasn't cheated on nobody yet. He's good. (laughs) He's Uh, a loyal one. (laughs) uh, I wanted to talk about Chicago, um, and this is nothing to do with soccer or anything, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't had the pleasure yet of of going to Chicago, but um, I was watching uh, Home Alone the other day, and then it made me think of yeah, 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 Um, and it made me think of like all the John Hughes movies, which are set in like the Chicago suburbs. And like, 
they all just look like um like uh, breakfast club 16 candles <laughs> like both home alones um mean girls yeah yeah right right um that's in, is that in chicago mean girls evanston oh okay yeah Ooh. yeah 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 um and like the i don't know if it's just like is it really that picturesque and idyllic <laughs> in those uh, in those areas because like some of the neighborhoods just look like so i don't know like uh uh like picturesque you know yeah but that's like okay home alone and mean girls those are like the northern suburbs mm-hmm. and they really do look like that yeah. okay um my house growing up didn't look like that it was nice but it mm-hmm. didn't look right. like yeah. <laughs> yeah right like you didn't have joe pesci like uh, driving <laughs> up and down the street yeah yeah that's why the ring cameras are out now maybe it's kind of like what people see of la and like mm. you know the idea behind the palm trees the right. palm trees are just like the hollywood hills and then sometimes things just don't really look as what they seem mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But but how did you like growing up in, in, in Chicago? And what was it like playing soccer growing up um, out there? So I grew up like right outside of the city, right by the airport in Elk Grove. And um, I mean, I think I liked it when I was a kid. I don't really <laughs> You're like, know. no complaints here. <laughs> but when I think back to like college and like then at that time, I loved being in the city and I loved, you know, being able to like play soccer right under the L train and I just like really started being proud of like where I was from and now fast forward to now I'm like I'm from Chicago <laughs> everyone needs to know it when I walk right. in a room yeah, yeah. do you, is there a point in time where you remember like you like falling in love with with the game and um in, in Chicago um you know I feel like I didn't really fall in love with the game until like the end of my college career mm. It, I like always just did it because people were like you're good at it, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, for sure. Like after I had my son in college is when I really can remember like playing under the train track and being like, I love it here and I love the game. Yeah, and then getting a chance to stay in Chicago with the Red Stars must have been um, like a pr- pretty welcome thing. You don't have to uproot your life, you know, especially with 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 the kid. Uh, what was going through your head when you got drafted? I was so excited. And I was really bad my rookie year, like really bad. Like every time I got the ball, I was so nervous. I was like, please just pass, pass, don't pass me. But I was so excited to like, I needed the support of my family at the time. My son was like one and a half. Mm-hmm. And like back then in the NWSL, we were hardly making any money. Right. Um, so it was probably the only thing that would have worked for me. So thank God that I got drafted there. But I mean, it was always an honor to like be home and like play in front of friends and family but then also like represent Mm -hmm. the people you know and love as well like with Chicago across Mm -hmm. your chest so that was always special yeah that kind of like hits different yeah Yeah. exactly because you were the first player from DePaul to be drafted to play in NWSL yeah I'm not mistaken yeah you were the first one of your school to join the NWSL get drafted (laughs) how do you feel uh, now that you you were that player that showed other DePaul players (laughs) that you can make it in this league um I mean, that's cool. <laughs> whatever, 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 whatever. Sure, whatever, I did whatever. it. I did it. Light work. Try that. Try that. <laughs> what a terrible answer, buddy. <laughs> hey, DePaul girl, y'all can make it too. <laughs> y'all got it. I got it. You're good. Go run. Go run no. in the snow. You're in good hands. No. DePaul's got some some storied athletics, so it's, it's a good basketball school. You know, a lot of uh, NBA players have gone through there. So back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true though. But with like the conference realignment and stuff, uh, I feel like the Big East because I think they were in the Big East when the Big East was like a thing. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of shifted the powers and and all that. But um, yeah, that's that's funny. That's a funny. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring it back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> Hey, she's, you know, being honest here. Not so. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> what I, we're looking I, for. <laughs> I take that any day rather than, a, you know, like a fake, like uh, inspirational answer, which, which is sometimes what you have to deal with, you know, on uh, and, and you could tell. But but yeah, that that that, uh, that, that that's good. Um, so a lot of what we do on the, the pod is we talk about stuff outside of the lines, you know, um, music, art, fashion. And, and I know you're super big into into fashion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how how would you describe your style and um, how how important is that to to, to you as a uh, you know it's like I an love everyday person? Question. So I would describe my style <laughs> as tomboy femme. Okay, love that. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, fashion style is really important to me. I love it. I know everyone says it's self-expression and I feel like it is. It's like someone looks at you when you walk in and it's the first thing they see mm-hmm. is what you're wearing. And I love that you can, you know, be whoever you want to be with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like tomboy femme. Like I like menswear pieces, but I also like a little papa girly mm. or like something flashy. Mm-hmm. And I take my style very seriously. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> what, um, what inspires like your fashion styles or your fashion looks? I feel like... I'm definitely inspired by community, everything around me, you know, Mm -hmm. what I see. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like when I was in Chicago, it was definitely, my style was more sneaker sporty. And Mm -hmm. now that I'm here, I feel like, or maybe it's just I'm getting older. I don't really know. (laughs) But I I feel like it's a little bit more chic than Mm -hmm. it used to be. Mm -hmm. But I'm inspired by, you know, people and trends and things that I see. Yeah. What are like your, like your go-to shoes or sneakers? Um... Right now, my go-to shoes are those platform Uggs. I oh, wear them everywhere. I'm beating the them The Tasmania up. or the Taz? I don't know. Like the brown. They're brown. Yeah. And they have like the And they're like short? Bottom. Yes. Oh, my exactly. God. No way. I've been looking for them. They're sold out everywhere. <laughs> I love them. I had some, but not the big platform, the, the smaller one. Okay. And they didn't fit. I'm usually a size 7 in Uggs. And, I mean, yeah, size 7, and I got a 7, and it didn't fit. I just think that they're, like, a little bit tighter. Yes, they are. They but are, they kind right? of loosen up. I tried. Didn't work out for me, so I had to return them. And I literally was at the store trying to return them, and everyone around me was just looking to see, like, <laughs> what I was in. The circling. Yeah, I, swear, I swear to you, because right now at the Ugg store, at least at the one in Citadel, there's no, they didn't get any for this current, like, time. Oh, no. So everyone's looking for them. So, Girl, you need them. Yeah, I do need them. So. She already has them. <laughs> she already has them. <laughs> Sarah's like, I got them. Yeah. I don't know. So right right <laughs> Couldn't be they me. Are cute, Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> they are cute, though. They are cute, though, because you could up... You know, like style them up, style them down, just exactly. wear them at home. Okay, those are good ones. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to be like you now. <laughs> um, and now I feel like, especially with Angel City, they they do like the pregame runway mm-hmm. and the and the you know the the is it, does it get competitive? Like, do you feel like uh, you know like you, <laughs> you have to show think up? About it. Yeah. Bruh, we're a soccer team. Everything's competitive. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like we're always competing, even if no one says it. Yeah. I you bet. Know, What's like the behind the scenes to that though? Like, are you all? chatting like okay do you know what you're wearing for the for the you know like the pink carpet is there like anything behind it sometimes like with people you're closer with maybe mm-hmm. we'll be like what are you wearing today yeah. but you know you know we'd be going through each other's photos yeah like, I, I bet I think my outfit <laughs> ate more than hers <laughs> hey, she, like, she, like outfit it. repeater over here she wore that <laughs> she exactly. that last week that looks like <laughs> that looks like she kind of got inspired by me. <laughs> right. that's cute though it's it's cute and I love that there's more of that and we're like normalizing, you know, the fashion sense and the fashion styles in soccer because I feel like it gives it more respect, kind of like respect in the sense of like, it's not just an outside sport. It's a sport that involves so much, so much culture, so much fashion, so much passion to it besides just what we see on the pitch. And I think you all definitely bring that. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, was it was it you that was talking about like the, she was talking about like she was inspired by me? Was it the bubble braid conversation? Was that was, was that you that was saying that you brought that to to the, the league? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> like I co-founded. I mean, founded the bubble braid. Just a trend, just a trendsetter across the board. Whether yeah, it's she, DePaul, without even trying, the Uggs, DePaul. The, the no, no, I didn't start the Uggs. <laughs> My boyfriend calls the Uggs the Air One fit. He's like, every time I go into oh. Air One, there's oh, no. ten women with Uggs on. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's that's the, a Calabasas conversation. It's a trend going on. <laughs> um, oh my god, he's been trying to get on into the onto the pink, pink carpet. carpet. Yeah, so he's been trying to be. If the, you have a plus one, let him know. They yeah. won't let you on. No, 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 no. I, I mean, my credential doesn't give me that, that doesn't give me that access. Yeah, so, unfortunately. You know, but he I, has his outfit ready. It's been ready okay. since last year. Yeah. Well, if, if I sign with Angel City, we'll, we'll make sure you okay. get the pink there carpet. You go, there yeah, you yeah, go. yeah, that's the kind of that's the kind. But of, you have to you have to send her your outfit first. So she could oh, approve, so she right? Because you yeah. can't, okay. you can't embarrass her no, either. Because now that was like kind of like last year. Last year, we gotta, you know what I mean? Uggs, I gotta, you gotta, I gotta get update. the Uggs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta update. I gotta update my. I'll, I'll go through Russell Westbrook's uh, uh, Instagram and I'll try to get some. <laughs> <Your inspo>? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear the half shirt. You'll be good. Oh, okay. oh I, I gotta, I gotta cut the carbs. I gotta cut the carbs. You wear the crop. You are not coming on the pink carpet. Dang. Take it out. That's what I want to see him in. You just trying to get me in. 
<laughs> Julio picked his outfit. <laughs> He's embarrassing. After him. That's, what I, that's the style I give him. Oh my goodness. I okay. Thought just, I thought he was just trying to see me in a crop top. That's oh my what, god. To, they have yeah. this like love energy that I just can't compete like a with. Bro, yeah, She's yeah. Uh-huh. It's just so. I'm sometimes I just have to sit here and let it happen, and then sometimes I have to break it off because it gets too much. Love is me. love. <laughs> hey, that, that's that's love right. Is love. That's right. I know that's right. <laughs> um, um, but continuing on 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 the, on the fashion train, I know um, you worked with with Klarna a lot, and um, what like like there's some partnerships that just like work hand in hand. I feel like that's something that has for you because as someone that you know puts a lot of emphasis in fashion, and um, what what's it like being having worked with them, and how does that how has that upped your style game? I love working with Klarna. Obviously, they're one of ACFC's founding partners, right. which is awesome. But also as someone who's constantly online shopping and like <laughs> obsessed with style, I mean, just outside of being, you know, with them, it's using, you know, the way that they bring style together and the way that they support our team is just, it's awesome. And I feel like I've done, you know, a bunch of collabs with them and it's always A, fun to work with them, but B, like just easy for me to be on their site and their app and like figure out what I'm gonna wear. And Mm -hmm. so I'm like a big mood board girl. So I like everything in one place and I feel like they make it easy for me. I feel like Klarna is like girl math. Like you, it's accessible, (laughs) you can buy it and eventually afford it. Like you get something for the price of what you pay for in that moment and it feels like you're getting there for cheap. And eventually like for every time you have to pay, you can wear it. Like, oh, today's the payment due date, I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna gonna put it on, we gonna represent. I feel like that's how it works and it it works for me. So I'm gonna keep doing my thing with Klarna. <laughs> and I mean, you've the, the spots you've done with them, like you're getting uh, Cassius into it too with this back to school fit. Kaden, uh, yeah. Cassius is the other one <laughs> on our team. Ramsey. Ramsey. That's Ramsey. That's, I had it in my head. That's so embarrassing. I apologize. Kaden. Yeah, you're so good. Uh, Kaden. He's not going to um, talk to you. I know. Mr. Pop doesn't approve of yeah, you. There, there I'm going to hang out with him. There goes our like, friend. Yeah. We're going to be with Kaden. They're going to be hanging out. out. <laughs> I'm going to be on the you're side just like, just like, you can't make it to you can't make it to his private table now. Like. Yeah, Kaden's gonna tell all his friends like, yeah, Ramsey, he's not it. Yeah, Julio, yeah, he's yeah. the guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> got him. I'll be a great wingman. Like, there goes my. F- yeah. I got him. First impression out the window. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> you've been able to get the fam, the whole family into it too. So I feel like that that's something that that that's worked out too. Yeah, my son, um, he doesn't. Well, maybe now that he's getting a little older, he mm-hmm. does like what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. But I'm his stylist. Okay. And so that's why he looks so good. Yeah. And he lets you like he lets you like allow him like he lets you buy his clothes and you know put his fits together. Well, he has no money, so he definitely <laughs> he has no other option. Because you know how sometimes my house, my it gets to a point where some kids are just like, no, mom, like you're not gonna style me today. But he's all about it. Well, no, then he, again, it's you. Like you have all the swag, so that makes he, sense. Yeah, he lets me. Like he's yeah. not. He. I think he's at the age now. He's nine now, where he like wants to look mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. and like have a little bit of swag yeah so he's totally into it yeah the first day of school fits must be looking good huh yes <laughs> yes and i did something with klarna for like first day of Ooh, school too nice and so he got to pick out some stuff on the klarna app and he was super excited oh about it. that's so cool yeah i definitely did not get to pick but that sounds like <laughs> goals i know I had kid my goals mom, my mom gave me the comb over i was like mom no oh my god <laughs> yeah no my Bye. mom when i was younger she would style me in uniform like the the schoolgirl uniforms and we didn't even wear uniform at our school but because she had just got here from mexico that's all she knew so to every school she put me in like from elementary to middle school i was wearing uniform and no one was wearing every uniform. day every day that's and then she though. would like clip my <laughs> lunch tickets to my uniform so i wouldn't lose it was so embarrassing <laughs> so there i am in school like braided in a plaid uh the white collar t-shirt mm. a plaid like dress the vest over and it. the black shoes yeah and everyone was just looking at me like what's going on with you yeah, you know this is, uh, this is public this is lusd you know <laughs> <laughs> right like you don't you don't even gotta come <laughs> does your son have equally as amount of shoes as you you have i know you said it was like around 150 is he close to that no <laughs> he grows like a weed right. yeah 
and then he beats up shoes. Oh, so doesn't even care. He doesn't care. He's really like a white AF1 kind of guy, but we we have like a few others for him to throw into rotation. Yeah. Do you guys have black Air Forces? Yes. No, actually. At this point, his energy was gonna be wild. What energy you say? He already has. He's already Mr. Popular. Imagine with. Black Air Forces, that's a whole yeah. nother You'll level. start a whole fight club in the back. Mr. Intimidating and Mr. Public. And then for real, I have no chance. <laughs> He's definitely not going to let you in. I was thinking that I should get black AF1s and wear them on a game day. Definitely. Because he'd be like, oh, I'm choosing violence that's, today. Yeah. Yeah. You were you voted might, most likely to fight a stranger, so. <laughs> that's, that's messed up. <laughs> You're like, that's not me. <laughs> but don't mess with me. <laughs> but Black Forces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Look at the fit. You already you know what time it like, is when the Black Forces come Hey, listen, yeah. you could do something with it and style it up, do something that hasn't been done yet. I feel like there's something there. There is something there. Yeah. You need you to do it. <laughs> it's giving. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, wherever, wherever. Uh, you end up next season. The pregame fit. We'll see the black forces. We we know we know um, we know what time it is and what's, what's going to go down. So smash the under whenever uh, uh, she's coming coming through with the the black air forces. Yeah. Um, but go, going back to to on the pitch, um, and I want to talk Angel City a little more. But um, obviously the big news is the the Giselle Thompson uh, signing, and then having spent time with her training. Um, what what has it been like? Because there's been a lot of talk around, you know, how good she is, and not a lot of people have seen uh, her play uh, unless they're watching the the, the youth World Cups. Um, what what is it like, and how exciting uh, is it to have you know two of the youngest and most exciting players in, in the league? With the um, team? I'm really happy for Giselle. Uh, she absolutely deserves to be a professional. Mm-hmm. We've trained with her on and off for the past year. Obviously, I'm a center back, and she's a right back, mm-hmm. and so. I spent some time next to her on the field and I think she's a really talented player. I feel like her ceiling is so incredibly high. She's just, she's a baller. Mm -hmm. She reads the game well. Her Mm -hmm. movement's amazing. Um, Like her defensive instincts are amazing. She's gonna be an incredible professional. I have no doubt. Um, And I'm really happy for her. And her and Alyssa are like this. And so I think it's gonna be a great year for both of them. Yeah, and I, I've seen some of the videos of, with you guys in training and, like, the warm-up videos where they're not even warming up and, you know, y'all are doing uh, your activation stuff. Um, what, what, like, has the age difference, like, been super noticeable when, when it comes to not only, like, the warm-ups and stuff like that, but, but when you're out on the field together? I mean, we're old, so we have a lot of activation things, and it takes us a little while to get warm, but, like, no, I mean... I don't know how her body feels after the game. <laughs> I only know how my body feels. <laughs> but I feel like she's probably like, these girls are old and weird. And I'm like, we're the same. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're <about>. sisters. <laughs> right. So let me actually not say anything. <laughs> you like 2000 R&B? What? Yeah. No, but like workplace, like in, whatever workplace, um, whether it's a pro athlete or, or elsewhere, I feel like you become friends with the people. Like, And it's a wide age gap but it's kind of like i saw um it was a red carpet photo of uh was it jenna ortega and harrison ford or someone like there's like two actors one like super young and one really old and they're like hanging out on the red carpet like talking and it's like this is like every workplace like friendship because like you know the the age gap is is so different so it's cool to see that um it it spans across different um like fields and and, yeah no that's so true i mean we're all friends and Sometimes I forget that Alyssa's 18 yeah. until she's like, yeah, I'm going to my graduation party tonight. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're 18. I so, forgot. Well, you <laughs> yeah. house parties no more. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped that. Yeah. It just, it, once it comes down to the off the pitch things, then you realize like where the mm. where everyone's at huh? exactly, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. happens to yeah. the best of us. But, but that back line is, is sturdy. Like, I mean... You, Paige, M.A., Allie, you know, Jasmine, and now Giselle coming in, like, I feel like that's, that's strong. Like, one of the the strong points of the team. If you come back. Right, right. I I mean, (laughs) we keep, we keep, yeah, yeah. If you come back. I got you, I got you, But, but, I mean, yeah, right, but, but I'm talking about, like, what, what has already, you know, been set in stone and what's, like, already factual. Like, that was one of the strongest points of the team last year, and I feel like closing out games, you kind of saw that step up like where it was maybe a little frenetic maybe not as like pretty like you said like but it worked right and so what was like playing on that on that um that back line with with all those talented players um it was great I felt like 
in the beginning of the season, there were a lot of like elementary things that we were doing wrong. And we had to kind of like go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And I remember one practice, they had us hold a string. Maybe it was like a rope. <laughs> so like when we shifted, we would all shift together. And I was like, this is really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I hope no what one can do this. <laughs> Um, but we had to go back and like review the basics and we got it together and we ended up being a pretty strong back line. There's still lots of things we can clean up. Um, we didn't have near enough shutouts, something, you know, that needs to be fixed, but it was, it was a good time. Yeah. You got to strike that from the, the documentary uh, <laughs> the behind the stuff, the, those drills, right? Yeah. You got to have some. You got to go into the editing room and like, yo, you cannot put that in there. (laughs) No cameras today, guys. (laughs) Please, nothing. (laughs) Let's not talk about it. No, but what about the, I'm trying to get more on the music side. Like, What is your playlist? What are the music inside the locker room? Who controls that playlist? Um, Paige controls the playlist. And we all make a lot of requests, probably too many. (laughs) But, I mean, I'm a hip hop girl, so that's what I like to listen to, especially before a game. Like, yeah. I need something, like, aggressive and disrespectful. <laughs> and just force energy. What's your Back go-to? Force energy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> exactly. What's, like, your go-to artist? Um, I love... Let me not say Drake. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> you said aggressive. <laughs> Little baby. Right. Okay. Me, hold on, hold on. Let me repeat myself. Little baby, young doll. Okay. Right. That yeah. is, yeah. yeah. That's, that's definitely the vibe. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty aggressive. Dolph is like music to deadlift too. Like that. Yeah. 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 Um, Little baby has. I mean, Drake's got some. Drake's got some aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It depends on what album like you're listening mm. to. Yeah. 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 He's got I me, mean, but like he's got like Marvin's room and then Lord knows on the same <laughs> that's, album. That's you know true. What I mean? like, true. So like he's got Marvin's room is fire. Fire. <laughs> it is one of the greatest. It is. Like, it's a great song. That's like one of his like top play. Like he won't he won't show his Spotify rap because that's like number two play. Like, he won't he won't he, he keeps every that close year. To his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around this time, I just call it Random X. Yeah. <laughs> what about like currently? Do you have um like a like, what are your, like, top two, top three artists or, like, music that you're, like, currently on repeat? Um, <laughs> you can say Drake. You no. Say no, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely Thames. I love okay. her. Oh, there we go. And, you know, like, you need a break from the hardcore yeah. music. Yeah. You need to, like, right. zen out. Yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. been, like, my off-season mm-hmm. vibes. That's good. That's a good one. I like that. Um, and what about, like, your, what are your go-to songs or, like, playlists with your son? Um, well, he's into Marshmallow. Okay. Oh. Yes. Okay. And Doja vibe. Cat. Okay. Mm. Th- that's his vibe. Okay, Doja Cat and Marshmallow. That's a good one. <laughs> that's, maybe yeah. that's a Talk collab we didn't know yeah. we needed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a collab we didn't know we needed, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's reasonable. Like, I it feel like we be. could see that in the next, you know, like a Doja Cat Marshmallow track or yeah. remix or can something. Can you guys make it happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can make... I'll send an email. Yeah. I'll see what happens. Julio's got some, we'll follow yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needs to, yeah, he's, he's been following up for, for a while trying to make collabs happen, so. Definitely, maybe. definitely. Uh, uh, my email is broken, I think, because I haven't got any replies, but I think <laughs> <laughs> we're fixing it with Google right now. We'll see what happens. Trying to make sure it doesn't get sent to spam. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that might be might be what it is. is yeah, because I'm Julio, like, yeah, who doesn't want to reply to me? <laughs> it's an IT thing. You got oh to talk to Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, Continuing the conversation off the pitch, um, I know that you have your own, you started your own um, like nonprofit for youth, um, Hood Space, right? What, what um, sparked or inspired that for you? Um, okay, so Hood Space is all about bringing yoga, meditation, and just mm-hmm. methods of mindfulness to black and brown girls. Mm-hmm. And I started it back in 2020 in Chicago, and yoga, and meditation, breath work have been huge parts of like mental clarity for me and like just releasing a lot of things I've been through and making space for myself. Um, And I just feel like those resources should be more prominent in black Mm -hmm. and brown communities. Mm -hmm. And I felt like as a mixed girl, I'm privileged to have those resources. And as a professional athlete, I'm privileged to have access to everything. And I just wanted to use my access and the privileges I have and kind of give back. Yeah. Um, And I started in Chicago and then we've thrown two clinics out here in LA too. Mm -hmm. Nice. I love that. I think um, there's a lot that we don't like, like verbally put out there that intersects with sports and the need behind mental uh, health and like, 
and we're doing more of it now. It's becoming more more normalized, and a lot of it is because of players and athletes like you. Um, but I feel like yoga and breath work and meditation go a long way for a sport, for like an athlete, especially yeah. any type of sport. Like it helps you kind of like focus and stay, um, you know, motivated going into a game or even after a game because it's it's a lot of like it's a lot to take in mentally, physically. So yeah. I do. I love that you're doing that, especially for youth, because a lot of times they don't they don't get to see that interconnectedness. Um, but having spaces like that can kind of help them start practicing that and, and normalize yeah. it in their day to day. Exactly. Because it's like if you're an athlete or not, these things are so beneficial. Mm-hmm. They help you show up as mm-hmm. your best self. And so that's just the goal. Like, yeah. If you quit soccer, you know, if you quit playing a sport as a young girl, fine. But hopefully, you know, you still have space in your life for your feelings mm-hmm. and whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. It's a great mix of um, like clearing out your head and while also staying active and you know getting that physical activity which is something that um i think all sports kind of you know like you see like people use it as like a stress reliever and and all that so i think maybe putting a little bit more into like the mindfulness that, that goes into that will help out too and um I think that's that's something that's like like Bridget said has been spreading across um, all throughout sporting, whether it's in sports or out of sports. So, um, you know, we love we love when athletes have these nonprofit. Like we had Jeremy Bobase uh, last week, and he was talking about some of the stuff that he's doing in his community. So we love it when you know people are involved in their community while they're playing, um, whether like it was in Chicago or in LA. So mm-hmm. it's cool that you're able to kind of. Um, tap in with you know the, the the city that that you're you're currently living in yeah, yeah. So, wish i had that when i was younger <laughs> definitely because i try to do yoga and i would do it all wrong the lady had to come back you, you know you gotta modify your pose like ah not he again embarrassed, yeah, embarrassed. i'm like Man, I, I gotta yeah. be more flexible yeah. <laughs> i think even especially like even as um like a person of color like you don't associate yourself to, oh at least for me as a latina i never associated yoga as an exercise that i could do like it didn't click for me or my community or my people because we're not, there's no access to yoga. Or like I think of yoga or I tell my mom about yoga and she's like expensive and where and it's probably in English. Exactly. Yeah. And like think of like yoga clothes, like the concept of buying these $100 (laughs) yoga pants. Yeah. It's all so ridiculous. Like in the Eastern world, there's none of this in yoga. It's about being with your body and like breathing through difficult poses Mm -hmm. and learning about yourself. Yeah. And it all, I mean, obviously, um, definitely give credit to all the instructors that do yoga but also it's like something that you do for your body with your body you don't need anything except yeah. the right tools but we just don't have access to it yeah. so giving those opportunities to to kids especially kids of color at a young age it it could do so much it yeah. could do so much for them whether like you said whether they play sports or they're in school or they're struggling with family things like breath work makes a huge difference yeah yeah so i love that and i hope we get to see more of that out here in la for you and also obviously in chicago um maybe if you do have a future event we'll be out there and we'll do some breath work with you some yoga with the kids some box breathing yeah i'll do my modified poses like we'll get you some blocks yeah you gotta need the blocks (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna need need them and a gallon of water yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. Don't, pay attention to my face. <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do a little corner that is dark. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, what 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 are you currently working on? What's next for for you? I know the off season is is kicking in. It's it's grind mode time. What what, what do you got going on um, um, as you prepare for for 2024? Well, like you said, it's really grind mode time at this point we only have like a month left until Mm -hmm. preseason which is crazy because i'm like where did the time go Mm -hmm. but um so yeah everything has just been about soccer at this point and like that delicate balance of taking care of myself getting rest doing yoga like doing these things but also training enough because i still have goals i want to meet as an athlete and I still feel like I haven't hit my ceiling as -hmm. a soccer player and so that's still you know what I'm trying to achieve so just a lot of a lot of workouts guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm tired (laughs) hey the grind don't stop it don't it don't they didn't lie she still (laughs) finds time to you know 
come come through and and, and chop it up with us which yeah. we really okay, appreciate thanks guys for waiting for me i know yeah. <laughs> you're like when are you coming on the show we're yeah. very patient here so yeah. don't worry yeah. about yeah. it maybe we, we had this other player messi wanted to come we're like no, no <laughs> messi. sarah messi can wait Le- yeah what was messi. his name Lionel. Lionel. i don't remember Lionel? but yeah Lionel. possibly yeah yeah, yeah. whatever that guy yeah. is yeah we happy we brought you the yeah <laughs> Uh, but Sarah thank you so much Uh, this has been a lot of fun Um, anything else that you guys wanted to get get through before no just best of luck in 2024 with everything and um, I hope that you know more success more blessings more achievements come your life more life you too thank you and um, before you left college they asked you a question one of the little interviews that that you did it was uh, um, what what do you basically they asked you what question would you ask yourself and it was what would you do uh, why you do what you do um, has a reason changed from then to now? That's so funny because I can see the like <laughs> image of that little me in my mind. Um, what was my answer then? Your son. Oh. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> What's his name? What's Cash his name? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm never gonna live that down, man. I'm gonna You're be not. like, I'm gonna be like driving, and then I'm just gonna that, that moment's gonna come to my head. I'm Damn. like, oh my god. I when you tell Mal, that. she's probably uh, gonna be super disappointed yeah, in yeah. you i mean um, she can't be more disappointed than i am at myself already so i i, I, I kind of we're yeah. disappointed in you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that does all the homework we I, don't i mean it's just like you yeah, know i'm so offended too. yeah how dare you i i'm never gonna recover from <laughs> it i probably <laughs> might have to retire from this and i might have to walk away and, and enter oh, one week you. suspension yeah yeah i know yeah <laughs> Okay, so back to, so your son. So yeah, your answer was just like <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of important. Um, my answer to that would be, I love that I have, okay, wait, let me rewind. <laughs> I always have thought it's so important to like live a passionate life where I'm, you know, following my passions and doing the things that I want to do. And I felt, I feel like I was put on this earth to do because I feel like that is the best way to show him that life. But also as someone who's grown so much in the past, I was probably 10 years ago, was it? Maybe nine, I don't know. <laughs> um, I would say that I do so much for him and I want him to be happy and all of the things that a mom should say, but also I don't necessarily play soccer because of him or anything like that because I feel like I'm in a place where I do it because it's fulfilling and I'm so glad that I can show him that mm-hmm. if that answers that yep. definitely that's a, that's a great answer that's a great that answer. was a great yeah. answer yeah. Yeah. and i think that's a great place it's like a mic drop moment too, you know? <laughs> so um but actually don't yeah roy yeah roy will not yeah um but sarah thank you again so much for for taking the time to come come talk to us um this has been a lot of fun i know you're, you're super busy but we really appreciate you and we'll be paying attention to you wherever you're at next season and we'll be rooting for you um but uh, thank you so much for sarah gordon julio Matarosa, bridget flores i'm ramsey abushala this has been the urban pitch podcast the beautiful game of life keep it tapped and we got more things um coming in the new year new um, year but new until me. then <laughs> new year old me yeah <laughs> same same yeah um but until then uh we're out bye boom Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.